Hey there guys, my name is Blair and you're listening to Weirdcast, a podcast for witches like you and me. So hey there guys, um, Blair here, as you probably figured from the intro. I'm just here, you know, recording a podcast episode by the altar. If you, uh, books spread out around me and a few web pages open you know those that modern witch life <laughs> um so uh guess mini update about me uh um i dyed my hair again i'm dying my hair quite frequently um and because of how far apart i tend to record these it kind of seems a little more frequent but just like outside of that it's pretty frequent it's it's a, like a cool it's a deep cool toned purple that I really like um and it mostly turned out that way because I just my hair was blue before that and I just put the purple dye over it the purple was originally a little more pink um which I had said I wanted pink but I don't know I don't think that's what I want I never dye my hair the color that I say I'm going to ever maybe one day I'll try it just to see what it feels like to like follow through on a plan Jeez, that sounded like some self-negative talk (laughs) I'm so sorry you had to listen to that personally I hate listening to people, like, speak negatively about themselves for a few reasons. One, it makes me want to start talking negatively about myself. And two, I don't want people to feel bad about themselves, but you can't force someone to feel better. So I just, I'm stuck, like, listening to you, like, say awful things about yourself. And I just want you to feel good about yourself, you know? So, like, if you're out there and you also have trouble with, like, negative self-talk, just know that, like... I think it's something a lot of us struggle with, and I think you're great. I don't have to know you to know that. I think you're pretty dang great. So, um, so am I done with my update? No, actually. Okay, before I get into this episode, which I wanted to speak about the lunar phases, because that is one of my favorite topics to explore in paganism and witchcraft. Um, specifically witchcraft, actually. Um, it's, yeah, so... Just to finish up with my update, uh, home life hasn't been the best for me, uh, which, you know, is part of the reason these episodes are getting spread apart so far. Um, home life has just pretty much sucked. Maybe I'll talk about it more in detail in a different episode, but, you know, I'm trying to, like, deal with, uh, trying to feel better. I've been feeling, I don't know, I've been coming to terms with the fact that, like, I'm an unhappy person. Like, and that's, I'm not speaking in, like, a negative little talk way. Like, I'm just, like, most of the time I'm, like, pretty unhappy. And I'm just noticing it now. But it's kind of been going on for a little while. Um, so I'm trying to, like, deal with that. Trying to feel, like, less awful. Um, but it's not, you know, at-home situation is definitely not helping. Um... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring, just, just to mention that, just to bring it up. Anyways, let's get into the topic for this episode, which I already mentioned would be lunar phases and full moons and, and such and such, which, um, I feel like when I first learned that this was a thing in, in paganism and witchcraft, um, I was, like, mildly interested. I had no idea how, like, important, like, lunar phases would become to me, um, but they, like, are. They're, like, a really special time of the month. 
Like, I love the lunar phases. I, like, talk about the moon constantly, as I'm sure you can either commiserate with or maybe you know of someone who speaks like that. I'm like that. I'm always talking about, like, this lunar phase, what's the next lunar phase, when's the next full moon. Did you know? Side note, I'm genuinely saying this, um, where I live, and I'm pretty sure um, most of the, uh, the hemisphere I'm on, there's about to be two blue moons back to back. It's either back to back or there's like a month in between where there's no full moon. I'm, I'm mixing myself up, but there's going to be two blue moons early 2018 that I'm pumped for. Whew. Um, so lunar phases, I guess, um, starting from the beginning, uh, it's very common for pagans to celebrate the lunar phases. Um, the same way we celebrate, you know, the the um the wheel of the year right so on the wheel of the year you have uh seven sabbaths um you know yule samhain um summer solstice um autumnal equinox you know just for example i know that was out of order beltane or mayday or whatever um so just for example like the same way we celebrate you know um the cycles of the earth um, the sun's, like, journey through the wheel of the year. We also celebrate, you know, um, lunar phases and, and the moon's journey through our night sky and what that looks like and how those energies affect our lives, right? So, um, just to give you a little, you know, just a little brief, you know, thing there. So, um, there are quite a few lunar phases and I'm going to be, okay, Maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but tonight, because it's... Okay, fair enough, it's not night when I'm recording this, and it might not be night when you're listening to this, but, like, the sun goes down at, like, 4 o'clock now, so... It's just really upsetting how it's, like, pitch black, and it's, like, 6 o'clock, whatever. So, I'm going to be speaking about, um, let's see... The new moon, the waxing phase, the full moon, the waning phase, and then um, I'm going to go over how I celebrate each of them, some ideas for how you can celebrate each of them, like the sort of energies associated with them, that kind of stuff. So yeah, get 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 tucked in, get cozy, wherever you are, maybe you're at work, uh, wherever you are, you know, get ready. Let's get, let's get into this. So for new moons they're a time of like new beginnings or to do magic that brings something new into your life um to set goals like this is a great time for setting goals um yeah this is also um really great time for setting intentions for how you want the rest of this uh lunar month to go smooth <laughs> I love saying that, and Thor's Day, the thir- I mean, it's like ridiculous and I don't need to, I do it sometimes when I'm speaking to myself, and this is kind of essentially me speaking to myself. <laughs> um, then you have the waxing phase, which is when um, it's like now is the time that you're, you know, taking some steps to uh, achieving some of the goals you've set, to, you know, um, do some prosperity magic you're still wanting to attract things in general the waxing phase is when you want to bring something into your life the waning phase is when you 
want to banish things from your life. And the full moon, um, as far as like magic goes, I tend to think of full moons as a time where you can do pretty much any kind of magic you feel like. Um, with uh, slant words like gratitude, just because, you know, full moons, like abundance, like whatever. Um, that's sort of a personal choice, but like in general, um, full moons are, you could do pretty much any kind of spell you feel like on a full moon or any kind of ritual or whatever. Um, um, but I guess we're here at full moons already because I just spoke about the waning phase or waxing phase. I'm sorry. Um, I super love full moons. I think you would tell. I feel like there's just a lot of good energy for me around the full moon. Like, I I just feel really good about things in a full moon. It's well, like, I'm feeling, like, the most optimistic. Like, I'm feeling the most chill. I, like, I'm not a very interior, like, um, my interior, like, my inner thoughts and, like, my inside is, like, very not chill. And I feel like full moons are a time where I can, like, have, like, a comic exterior and interior because I, like... Everyone thinks I'm so chill, IRL, I'm the chillest, like, um, but inside I'm, like, not, right? So full moons are, like, really good, like, relaxing, like, time for me. Let me know how they are for you, like, email me or, or message me or whatever, I'm curious. Um, so, um, any kind of magic, you know, rituals of gratitude, if you feel like, if that's your jam, if it's not, that's cool too. Um, not everyone uses the moon, the lunar phases for, um, spell work or ritual work. Some people don't work with the lunar phases at all, and that's cool for you. Maybe this episode isn't for you, but this is something I'm crazy interested in. So, so, um, waning phase, um, pretty much here. Did I have anything else to say about the full moon? Um, not really. Oh, okay. One thing about a full moon. This is like pro tip. This is like some lazy witch like tips. Basically, I'm sure we all like miss a full moon and like I'm sure sometimes you feel really guilty about that. Please don't feel guilty about not celebrating, you know, a full moon. There will be other full moons. Um, no one's gonna take away your witch or your pagan card because you didn't celebrate one full moon or even two or even three maybe you're dealing with things or something more important came up or like whatever it was that you know came up that meant you couldn't like even you were just tired that night or that day and you just couldn't do it that's fine too um please try not to feel guilty about that you know things happen like life isn't perfect that's cool you know i'm sure whatever deity you work with would be understanding of that or if you work with no deities please be understanding of yourself um, but my understanding of, um, full moon celebrations is that the, you have the leeway of two days before and two days after. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I choose to live my life. So if I don't get it, like, if I know I'm not going to be able to get it, like, the full moon, I'll celebrate it, like, a night or two nights before, and I, if I miss it, then I know I still have, like, two more days to, to celebrate. So, yeah. Um... So, waxing face. Let me pull up my book. Right now, I'm, I'm actually reading through my, my grimoire, which you can see pictures of on my Tumblr. Um, so, we have the waning phase, finally. Um, the waning phase is for banishing magic. Um, get rid of things. Banishing, binding, you know, um, 
I would, I would, you know, cleansing, um, I would put protection at this time, um, I would put protection at the new moon or and the waning phase, like, personally, like, as far as my understanding of these correspondences, um, another thing, so, it's also, like, not too big of a deal if you do not, like, use the lunar phases as a correspondence for, like, times to do your magic, because I can attest to this, sometimes you need to do a spell and it's not the right lunar phase, don't feel like you have to put it off. If you feel like the time is right, the time is probably more than right. Um, um, I, why do I use the lunar phases? Because I do, um, not all the time, and if I feel like I need to do something, I will do it, but, you know, just like full moons are a great time for divination and dream work. I don't always do divination and dream work on a full moon. I'll do it, you know, whenever the time feels right, and sometimes that's on, like, the waning phase or any kind of, you know what I mean? Don't feel too, um, bound to correspondences because at the end of the day, your magic works better when you feel comfortable with what you're doing. If it feels uncomfortable to do something at a certain phase, then do it when it does feel comfortable. That That's going to add to the power more than it's going to take away. Um, so that's sort of essential, like, basic understanding of like lunar phases for me like what I do during each phase um new moons are I take time to like set intentions for the moon month <laughs> almost said month again it's so lame um there's a negative self-talk I'm so sorry um right so I always take new moons for planning like I love to take that time to like um it's really basic uh new moon ritual that I actually wrote myself um all you need is like pen paper and like a tea light and I take the time to um create a sigil for the energies I want to bring into my month um I write a um a phrase that I want to keep in mind or a mantra um I light the candle um and you know it's it's some nice time with yourself you know I feel like what I love the most about the lunar phase is that they encourage so much, so much time to yourself and I just really like that <laughs> so there's that um sometimes in this ritual I'll slide the sigil underneath the tea light just to charge it and then I'll take it out from under there and like write it on things or use that one paper and glue it somewhere and like whatever I choose to do with that and I always hang up the mantra somewhere I can see it so that's for that ritual. I, I guess maybe I'll end up sharing a ritual for, yeah, every phase, maybe. Um, so for the waxing phase, I actually don't have a single ritual for that. Mostly the waxing phase of, like, I do exactly that, like, um, prosperity magic, money magic, like, whatever else. Um, that's, that's kind of what I, in general just in general, which I guess I already mentioned, so there wasn't the most, you know, point in going over that again. Um, so for full moons, I definitely have, like, a ritual, but it's, like, not a ritual in the sense of, like, a, a like, detailed magical ritual, more in the ritual of the sense of, like, a morning routine, just, like, there are just things that I do every full moon. Um, I get a delicious beverage, whether it's water or it's tea or whatever juice 
lemonade, whatever it is, I find a delicious beverage. Um, actually, um, lemons correspond to the, the moon. That's their planetary correspondence. So there's a little thing there. Um, I believe that's from Scott Cunningham's Book of Shadows. Yeah, anyways, um, so I get a tasty beverage. I set up the whatever space I'm going to be working in. Um, and I, you know, I sit, I cast the circle. Um, and then I can't remember if I light, light everything and then cast the circle or cast the circle and light everything. And I could flip through my grimoire and check, but I am not going to. So, you know, either one is fine for you. No, I set everything up and then I cast a circle because you never know when you're gonna have to get out of a circle um, and I can break them and like I feel comfortable that I can open them not break them but like open them and re-enter them um, but you may not so maybe it's a good idea to in the beginning set everything up and then cast the circle and then I let my I leave the incense till after I close the circle um, I dedicate that incense sticker cone to like the gods and sometimes a specific like lunar deity sometimes specifically the moon um i i read a few poems i read church of the goddess like i love reading poetry during ritual so i'll read a poem one that i wrote one that i found like whatever um do a meditation um do some divination eat like a delicious snack that i brought also brought with me um do some journaling draw some pictures in my in my grimoire or my book of shadows I guess I guess I'm working on a book of shadows um I'm working on a new one actually so maybe you'll see pictures of it maybe you won't because it is kind of personal so there's that um yeah so that's how that ritual goes it's I find it really enjoyable and relaxing I'm not sure if you would enjoy it, but that's what I do after I finish up with the the art ing I um, thank, you know, I do some, like, thanks to, like, the gods or whoever I, I ask to be present, as well as the moon, and then I close the circle, and then it's just, like, cl ritual cleanup. So, like, um, you know, clean whatever candle holder, like, wipe up whatever incense dust, whatever, um, but, like, regular incense cleanup, so, um, yeah, that's, that's my basic full moon ritual. Um, on full moons, I also like to create full moon water, which full moon water is like my favorite thing as a sort of water, which I feel I tentatively claim that term. I feel more comfortable with watercolor, which because I love um, water correspondences, but mostly because I like I'm a watercolorist or maybe these things are like reversed. I'm not quite sure. I haven't examined it enough. And that's why I feel uncomfortable claiming the term water witch or sea witch or whatever. I don't necessarily feel a strong pull towards the sea, even though I live kind of near a lake. Um, anyways, why am I, like, I'm off on this tangent. What were they talking about? Full moon water, right? So, you get a glass container. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me get a sip of my water, actually. My mouth is getting kind of dry. Sorry about that. You get a glass container. This is how I do it. And then I'll share a few other ways I've learned but don't necessarily do in case that inspires you. And then if you do it a completely different way, let me know. I'm quite interested. So, 
there's a, the way I do it is I put some water in a glass container. I may or may not add a, lot of, a little bit of salt. I don't know, just because for the cleansing aspects of it. And then I put it on a windowsill or outside or wherever um, where I know it will be safe and it will um, get bathed in moonlight. So th that's how I do it. Um, I don't always add the salt. In fact, more often I don't add any salt. Um, and then what else? There's another thing important that I wanted to bring up. Oh, okay. Crystals on full moons. So full moons... For me, full moons cleanse and charge crystals, okay? Um, this is just what I've gathered from, like, reading and, like, just over my years uh, as, a, like, a practitioner of the occult. <laughs> um, um, I've, like, more commonly, um, I think that they charge your crystals and then new moons cleanse your crystals. Um, but I, I really, like, if you just put them out on the full moon, I feel like that is, like, you don't need to put them out twice. <laughs> I feel like it's fine if you just, like, that's what I do. Um, yeah, I feel like that is everything I kind of wanted to touch on for full moons, even though I'm going to kind of double back on myself and go over some other ideas that I, I found and gathered for you. Um, and after the waning phase... Uh, I like to do protection magic, I like to do um, divination at all of these points, but then ask questions specifically associated with that um, phase, on top of like other divination I might do, just like for whatever other reason I might find legitimate. Um, um, so protection, um, banishing, binding... And, yeah, yeah, um, mostly protection for me, that's a, that's a sort of important, um, especially since, like, home life is not too, you know, peachy, so whatever. Um, yeah, I'll share, um, when I talk about, um, um, spell jars, then I'll share my, my protection jar. It's really simple. Actually, okay, I'll share it here. I guess I'll just bring it up again next time. Um... I have, like, a special ritual just for doing any kind of jar, but, like, I'm just, just the recipe for the jar is salt, um, rosemary, uh, mint, and nutmeg. The nutmeg is for hope, the mint is for prosperity, the rosemary and salt are for protection, and the salt is for protection, and, 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 yeah, that's it. Plus, I feel like salt is, is powerful, it amplifies intentions. That's my personal thing, though. So, anyways, I feel like in times where you need protection, you probably also need hope, and that's why I add the nutmeg. Um, I know, did you know nutmeg's hallucinogenic? Don't don't try to get high off of it though. I highly do not recommend. Um, it's really dangerous. Actually, too much of it could kill you. So you know. Um. Um. Yeah, that's sort of most of it. So some quick ideas for um for what you could do during each phase um in case you actually okay one more thing I wanted to bring up um the DNA I work most frequently with Aphrodite um I'm Hellenic I'm a Hellenic pagan so I work primarily with Hellenic deities and one, one of whom I work with the most often in in worship and in ritual not necessarily in magic because Hellenism um the Hellenistic 
community, Hellenic polytheists in general are kind of divided on whether Hellenists should practice um, the occult or not. It's kind of like divided. Anyways, um, she, um, her, like, because um, lunar phases tend to correspond to, like, deities, too. Um, so she corresponds to the waxing phase. And the waxing phase and new moon are also the time you have, like, you're supposed to. I don't always do it at this, but I like to. It just feels better for me. Um, just, they're dedicated to, um, like, beauty stuff. So just to honor her specifically... I, I'll dye my hair during this phase, or I'll paint my nails, or I'll, like, do something weird with my makeup, or, like, whatever. Um, I feel like it's, like, good luck, and it's, like, more likely that the weird thing I do will, like, work out well. <laughs> Great, so. Yeah, that's the last thing I want to bring up. So, other ideas for what you could do. Um, new moon, write, like, a letter to your future self. That would be fun. Um... Or, like, write down the list, like, your list of, like, the things you'd like to achieve for that month, which I kind of sort of, sort of touched on already. Um, I would say, on a full moon, make some art. Like, light a candle and, like, make some art. Like, paint something, draw something, write a poem, write a short story, um, make some music, make some art. Um, cook something delicious. I don't know, make some art. I feel like cooking, the culinary arts are, are also you know, very valid in my eyes. Um, um, I, for the waning phase, I would say, um, try to break, like, begin trying to break some kind of bad habit, or maybe try and mend or break off a, um, um, unhealthy relationship you have with people or things or whatever. Obviously, I, no one is expecting you to, like, be done breaking your bad habit by the next lunar phase, but, um, you know, it's, it's a fun idea to try and, you know, begin the process at this time. Obviously, no rush, and you don't have to do any of these things. Um, ooh, okay, this is the one I haven't tried yet, but I really want to create, um, a cleansing spray, like, for your space instead of, um, incense, because I know some people don't use incense, or they can't because they live in a dorm, or, whatever the living situation is, so create a cleansing spray, um, and you can use that instead, and it's a fun activity for the waning phase, um, right, so that's, that's, um, sort of it for everything I wanted to go over that had to do with lunar stuff, um, okay, one more thing I want to go over just kind of quickly is that, um, there's this sort of thing in in paganism and witchcraft where like people really push the binary like gender binary like oh only women can work with these lunar deities or only women can work with the energies of the moon and only men can do like sun stuff and and other you know binary thinking which it's like I understand the notion of duality and like, oh, well, every coin has another side, but I don't think that translates into gender binary. So just know that if you're out there and you're some kind of dude or you're a gender non-conforming person or you're a, a, a butch like woman or like whatever you are, whatever your gender presentation is, if it leans more masculine, that doesn't mean that like 
working with the moon isn't for you. Please don't let anyone tell you that. Like, um, the thing about like lunar deities or any deity is that they're always happy. You know, not that like they're so grateful for a present because that's kind of insulting and. Um, that's sort of not how I would like to speak about any deities. Um, and honestly, mine come to mind when I say this, so I'm trying to, like, be delicate here, but it's like, um, they're not gonna turn you away. Deities are not, like, they're not gonna turn you away. Like, deities aren't gonna be like, well, I don't like you because you look like this. Not really. I mean, maybe if you're, like, got like a dark heart or I don't know but like they're not going to turn you away for something superficial especially if you're like respectful and willing to work with them um so yeah and you know the same goes the other way if you're a more feminine presenting person and people say that you shouldn't work with like um masculine deities which by the way there are masculine deities who are traditionally understood as women and and vice versa so, you know, you gotta find it. You gotta dig really hard to find it. Um, and I honestly have no resources to share with you right now. But I just wanted to mention that there's this thing in paganism where people are really trying to push the gender binary. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm not here for it. And I think you should do whatever feels right for you to make your, your craft, like, more powerful. So, yeah, your craft and your practice and whatever, whatever, man. You do you and do what makes you happy because I would like for you to be happy um, genuinely, so, that's it for this episode, as you can tell, because I'm sort of, like, trailing off into rambles, um, please, um, do me the big favor of leaving an iTunes rating and review, um, I'll talk about you on the podcast if you do, um, don't feel like, uh, and if you want to get into contact with me, you can email me at weirdcastpodcast at gmail.com, um, if you want me to bring up something on the show or you've got a suggestion or something like that, you can email me or you could find me on Instagram as that Blair Witch or you could find me on Tumblr as watercolor-witch. I have a watercolor the Canadian way with the U. Thank you very much. Um, watercolor-witch.tumblr.com. So sorry about that. And you could like drop me, drop me a line there if you also want to say something about the show um yeah that's that's that episode that's this episode yay we finished this episode um have a great whenever you're listening to this bye